Hi everyone, I'm sitting here with Brie. Um, do you go by Brie? Yeah, Brie is fine. Brie. Just Brie? Brie is good, yeah. Okay, cool. So we're just going to keep it as Brie. And um, Brie's been um, involved with organising a new red tent to go up in the northern beaches in Sydney. Um, and I thought we'd have a chat about that today. So um, maybe you can start by telling us what a red tent is. Yeah, sure. Um, so a, a red tent is, it's a modern movement of women that started with Anita Diamond's book, The Red Tent. Oh, okay. Um, so her concept was was fictional, but was based loosely on the womb lodges of, mm. you know, South America and and other Just traditions. Just the idea that women have that's right sacred time together. And there are also some other. Th there's a few examples in history where where it has come up in various lights, positive and negative. You know, mm. se uh, uh, segregation and also honouring sort of practices. Um, so the red tent idea was founded by Anita Diamond. Who? Sorry? Anita Diamond is Anita the author Diamond. of The okay. Red Tent. It's yeah. a book based on, um, you know, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat kind of thing. Oh, okay. So yeah. what do you mean by that? Like, I know that's a, like a story from the Bible, right? Yes. But, but yes. So how does that So she the tells tent? the story of Dinah, who is Dinah. Joseph's sister. Okay. So I don't know the story very well. That's okay. I just <laughs> know it from like yeah. doing primary yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like... Um, Chapel yeah, class. yeah, the, the story, telling the story of Delilah instead of Samson, you know, oh, telling okay, the story right. of women yeah, instead right. of the, the male ah, okay, archetypes cool. in the so biblical Delilah's stories. So Delilah's the one that cuts Samson's hair oh, and takes yes, away his power, right. right? Yes. So, yes. So is that related to the story? Is that a Bible story? It is, yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't Samson know Samson is Bible So in the same way that that story has been told of Delilah, Anita Diamond told the story of Dinah. So Dinah is the sister of Joseph and his 11 right. brothers. Okay, Yeah. cool. Um, and she told it from Diana's perspective. So, and yeah, she had a bit of you know artistic license on the story. But yeah, it's of a course. fantastic book. Okay. And she presented this idea of a red tent where women would come together to, when they menstruate in a red tent and share stories and skills and wisdom. Yeah. So it was a women's learning space awesome. and healing space. It's also where um, yeah where knowledge was passed down and where babies were born and yeah, that kind okay. of thing yeah yeah so it's just like so that is the concept yeah and and so this this movement yes. I didn't even know it was a movement I just thought it was something that people did but I I saw that yeah. you said that you were you'd gotten training with it so yes. there's like a movement of people there that is. Are, are working towards making this a that's right like a what like a structured thing yeah. Some, in some way. So what, what kind of training was there? And um, bearing in mind that there might be men listening to this. <laughs> if you guys want to step aside thinking this is women's business, we'll respectfully allow you to do that. But if you want to listen in, just be aware. We might be talking periods here. <laughs> Good point. Good yeah. point. Um, yes, so I underwent training... Um, just to hold red tent circles. So there's a few different names for them. They can be called, and it is similar to women's circles, if you're okay. familiar with the concept. So like a talking circle where you sit and you share, mm. um, and it's more about speaking from the truth. So it does incorporate that. Um, but yeah, the training for the red tent is a bit different. It's a lot about group facilitation, mm. and it's a lot about different activities. And there is some astrology in there. It's definitely not a religious thing. No, just some it's tools very, for exactly. how to do it. It's how to make it interesting yeah. and integrative and holistic. Yeah, yeah, right. So how did you get involved with doing it? What was your story with it? I'm really interested in you. Yeah, <laughs> as okay. well As, as yeah, well yeah. as the idea as a whole. <laughs> well, um, actually growing up, I grew up in Queensland and my mum was a good old hippie. My middle name is Rain, so there you go. Awesome. Um. <laughs> my middle name is Dawn. Awesome. <laughs> um, well, I got involved because I was inspired. I grew up and my mum used to take me to women's camps. So they were run by the local midwife. Okay. Um, and she basically birthed all the hippie babies in the neighbourhood. And there were hundreds of women would come and gather women's camp and there were all these activities. Um, so we would do a whole lot of things together like like life drawing or um, gift sharing ceremonies or singing together or painting each other with clay and sort of that kind of thing. Yeah, wow, cool. So, so for when you were a little, you were yeah. doing all that stuff. So oh, I, I went fun. many times with this to my mother. Oh, and it was so just, cool. 
that was just how we did things, you know. Yeah. And so that was once a year for a week. Um, and moving to the big smoke in Sydney uh, was a bit different. And yeah. I saw that there was, I, I didn't know what a women's circle was. Um, but I saw that there was kind of a need in the in the social group that I was in. The mm. women were very like-minded and I just was inspired to create a place where women could come to share. So it started mm. as women's circles. Yeah. And then from there... Because you've been doing that for a long time, just holding women's circles, Yeah, right. for, for several years. Yeah. And then from there, I found out about red tents and red tent temples mm. and I loved the concept. Mm. So recently have joined in with the red tent movement. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, so that's yeah, how so you just it. grew up with it. So what was it like growing up with that? Like, because so many people, I think I'm just a few years older than you, mm. and um, my generation, we kind of were the first people that found it often. Yeah. And we were, you know, battling against our parents in some ways to be like, I want to do this new thing. But your generation often has people who whose parents were the first yeah and then you just grew up with it so that's a whole other thing right yeah it's, it's really different so it is like have you ever felt like how has that been for you like I wonder what we could explore in just talking about that difference yeah. which I think is really interesting yeah so it's been it's been good yeah I find it I find it difficult sometimes to <laughs> to be in the city and to remember that other people have not had this yeah it does kind of set you apart in some ways you know in uh, just the assumptions you make when you're talking with people yeah right just the unspoken like what agreements you've made with yourself well having an upbringing where you did do ceremonies regularly and things like that was awesome but that's normal you know you grow up with that you have a perception that that's what everyone does so it yeah. takes you many many years to realize that no people don't do that because you don't know what you don't know yeah, and how do yeah. you ask the unknown question? Yeah. Yeah. So how do you find that, like, bringing people into circle with you? Like, are there... Because you, you do it for people of all different ages. Yes. So how do you find that, like, you must be encountering people who are doing this for the first time? Yes, quite and frequently. how does that go? Like... Ooh, what, wonderful. Yeah, so... I try, I try and keep the circles quite uh, entry-level. Is yeah, a good term, okay, yeah, one-on-one. You know, really approachable. Yeah. I like it to be very inclusive rather than exclusive. Yeah. I did go down a brief path where I really, I had agendas of what I wanted and I, I just had to let that go because it got very unpopular. Yeah, right. You know, obviously I was the one who would turn up to the circles that I wanted to run. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't work. I had to cast a wider net for it to be a true community initiative. Yeah, yeah. right. So... Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I can talk about that. Yeah, sure. Because I find that really interesting because I run circles as well. Yeah. And um, You do the Druids. Yeah, Druid I do circle, Druid circles. Which I've so. never been to. But we have guys and girls. Yeah. And, and um, yeah, but, but it, there's always different people and I always have to kind of shift it every time because mm. there's different people and you have mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. work with the needs of every that's person it. that's there and um and what they want to learn yeah. about and what level they're at and and things like that so yeah yeah well it's completely different if you have a group of women or, or anyone really who have circled together have sat together and spent time together there's going to be different possibilities open up it's really created by who comes yeah um and if there are a lot of new people or a mix you, you do have to you know, do different spiels, and there are yeah. There's a whole lot of different things that come into play. So, what would you like to know? I don't know. Um, maybe. Gosh, I'm not sure. Um, well, I suppose what's the what's the biggest lessons that that the Red Ten is trying to teach, or is it more just a space for people to open themselves up to? To. Mm. Both. I don't know, their femininity. What, what is it? What is it that you... Both. Why, why would people want to go to one? And what are they going to get out of it? And why might they want to do what you've done as well and, and open and a red tent themselves? Yeah. yeah, and what's that experience going to be like? Oh, these are all great questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, well, why would people want to go? Uh, well, community is the biggest one connection and community yeah. so getting to know local women and building networks it's an awesome networking experience yeah um and the the organization that i'm in i don't know about other organizations but i'm with red tent australia for red tents at the moment They're okay amazing um, i can talk about them later um but the main focus of 
our one is that we make it very important that every woman has a voice and has something to say, you know, mm. and that's something that we bring into the red tents. So our modern interpretation of the red tents include every woman having an opportunity to facilitate in some way. So oh, we okay. have we have presenters. So there'll be, you know, we'll have an evening of several hours and then a certain amount of time in that few hours is going to be allocated to a presenter and the presenter is not always the facilitator. Right, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, because I have been to one of your yes. circles, not a red tent circle, yes. but one of yours where somebody circle. else offered yeah. a, an activity during That's it. the... That's it. Yeah. So say you make... Um, Oh, well, this month we're having a Mother's Day themed one because it's around, the new moon is around May 7, cool. May 8, um, which is Mother's Day. So I'm trying to find, at the moment, a woman who knows something about making soaps or body care products, oh. something that's a bit pampering because I thought that I would be... I can pass you on some information. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Someone to come in and, um, and if they have a business, you know, they can join as a corporate member and then you get advertising. So it's just creating this network. Yeah, um, right. Within the physical red tent, uh, which is in Brookvale, and also within the, the network of the organisation. So it's awesome. it's linking. So that's a big thing for yeah, why. So that's why really you empowering. Come. Yeah. Them, yeah. So you people get, get to exactly share their creativity. That's awesome. Yeah. So you you not only get to sort of learn all these interesting things but there's also ample opportunity to share what you have to say mm. and um, it's very encouraged like I do believe truly everyone has a voice oh, and yeah. everyone has something to say yeah. whether that's quietly or quickly or whatever yeah you know? and something to share creatively as exactly. well I really like a lot of what I do is about creativity yeah and and yeah I really believe everybody has an art that's it like they're and when they find their connection with something yep. special, whether you want to call it yes. spirit or, or whatever it is, something sacred, then that's where that art comes out. So, yeah, yeah. I really believe that too. And that way, I guess, mm. these opportunities where, where you do get to step up and present an idea, mm. present something from you or something that you've learned on your journey, it's really good practice Oh yeah, in, in the red tent for the real world. So much. you go out there and you interact with with other people and the shrouds of competitivity and nervousness and ah, social so things start to fall away as you work through the, with Red Tent with strange women to begin with who yeah. become familiar, very oh, familiar. that's beautiful. So it does definitely impact your external life. That's the idea. Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't know that part of it. That's really cool. Well... That, that's the idea. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. It, it, that depends on the individual. Because well. I think that's really important as well. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, um, I, I run a at-home business and I've got a kid. Mm -hmm. And um, so I've, through social media, become really aware of lots of other women who are starting their own businesses and doing all these creative things. Like through yeah. Etsy, you see so yeah, many yeah, yeah. different people doing stuff. And, and on Facebook and other social media, Instagram and everything. And um, yeah, there's so there's like this movement of women just going. I don't need to just be a mum. I can do all of this other stuff as well. There is there's something changing at the moment, yep. and I think stuff like that, you know, more of these creative spaces where we can create more connections and local connections is really really cool. Yeah, and yeah, well, it's exciting. Where else do you learn about it? <laughs> yeah, everything's online these days. Yeah. but it's kind of bringing but it's it nice back to into the it. real world. Yeah, yeah, I love that as well. Yeah. And meeting local the people, community, rather yeah. than just a Facebook page. Yeah, yeah totally. It's completely different. Mm. What was the other question? <laughs> <laughs> no, just keep going. Just, we're just we can just ramble. Mm. It's okay. <laughs> Wherever your mind goes. Well, there there's so much more I could say about what you get out of the red tent, but I mean, I think like networking, connection, community, self growth, yeah. and the opportunities to both support and be supported. Mm. They're the main things. Why do you think it's important that it's women only? I don't think that it's important that it's oh, women only. Okay. Um, so why is it the, women the only? The red tent is a <laughs> menstrual practice, and yeah. we talk about a lot of women's business. Yeah. You know, we talk about birth and menstruation and sexuality and what kind of stuff do you talk about then? Ooh. Well, how does that come into it? Like, well, well, <laughs> how was your period today? <laughs> 
Where are you at in your cycle? (laughs) For example, we might get a presenter in who is an expert on women's menstrual health, reproductive health. And she might have an opportunity for a bit of a group discussion of your first menstruation. Um, I've done that before and that's a very powerful discussion to have with a group of women. For the young girls or for... No, no, for adult women. Well, we're in this weird in-between time where things are changing, but now we have adult women who've menstruated and, you know, who've begun the menses and have not had acknowledgement oh, you know that yeah. this birthright i believe it's a birthright that women yeah. should have an acknowledgement i was lucky like enough an to initiation have yeah that's like right. you're a woman now some and sort this of is what all of this means some symbolic to, yeah. acknowledgement mm. of it being a positive thing yeah because a know? lot of people my my experience of it was positive but yeah. I, I know other people have it yeah. like it's dirty it's shameful it's and that carries yeah, on yeah yeah so so it's, it's putting um, trying to that's change right. it to a positive thing and and you awesome. can there's this concept of adult aged initiation ceremonies mm-hmm. where you do take yourself back through like a, a trance or meditation or relaxed is another word for a relaxed state into the age the mental age mm. of okay. your first menstruation and you get your acknowledgement and initiation is that what they call it is that what you called it a transgression trance meditation I think a transgression means yeah. when you go back and you experience okay. something yes. that happened Regression. before. Regression. Regression. Transgression? I'm not sure. <laughs> I have to look that one words. up. <laughs> words, 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 um, Yes, that, so that's it. You, you take yourself back. So that's a lovely thing to do. Yeah. And that's where yeah. it would come up. I've done that sort of before when there were things that had happened in my past that I needed to deal with and yeah. I, I had conversations yeah. with my previous self. It all sounds I a bit woo-woo, that, doesn't it? Yeah, it was like, <laughs> yeah, it does. Well, it's okay. My my podcasters i think they understand my woo-woo crazy yeah that's good you can always reword woo-woo things as very approachable oh yeah totally totally there's always other words well it's just like you imagine that you fully i'm the practice that i was doing was where i fully imagined myself at this critical point where i was having a hard time and i imagined being the the voice of reason the voice of love and nurturing that i needed in that time to tell myself it's all going to be okay. Yes. Um, you're fine and you're going to learn so much about yourself and whatever it is that I needed to learn and, and all the things that I had learned. Yeah. And just healing that moment was really, really moving. So, yeah, I can see how that would work. Really cool. Yeah. Really well. Sorry, my words are just so... That's okay. Uh, it's pretty I'm early in the in morning. my cycle today. <laughs> I'm on my angry day. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm doing okay. Thank, thanks for that. <laughs> You're doing wonderfully. I never yeah. would have guessed. No, but I'm, I'm getting angry with myself on the inside for not using big enough words. I'm oh. saying stuff and cool and, and things like that too much. <laughs> That's okay. I can Is that kind that of sharing? Stuff. Like I was wondering that about that. Uh, bleh, bleh. I was wondering about that <laughs> <laughs> on the way over here, thinking that I was in that state of mind. Is that something that you would share in a red tent? Say, this oh, is yeah. where I'm at at the moment on my yep. cycle and that's why I'm being who I am? Well, Because like, I find that fascinating. Yes, yes. You, w- when you have the talking circle, so we will have, uh, you know, an hour where we'll go around and, you know, we usually have a time limit of maybe two minutes, 90 seconds for each woman mm-hmm. and it's, uninterrupted sharing so Mm. you just have the time and your time could be spent in silence or you could pass yeah right um, yeah basically we pass a talking stick around and for listeners who haven't heard of that concept before it's it's just a talking piece um, that symbolizes that you have the floor it's like a microphone Mm. the microphone is the modern day talking piece yeah 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 Um, so we pass that around each woman would have a two minutes and yes in that two minutes you might share that yeah and it's no one responds but that's, so that's circle. just something that might come up, but yes. it's not necessarily something that you, you specifically say, say, where are you at in your cycle this week? I just thought I just... We might my, have a topic. My ignorant assumption was that red tents would be like, hey, how's your period? <laughs> <laughs> that's a very fair assumption. We do use the word red in there for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's it. it. Because I think that, you know, guys don't understand that we can be, or they do understand in some ways that we can be like five different people through the month That's it. because our hormones change yeah and have you ever used one of those menstrual diary things where you like you get an app and you, yeah, you put in like your, your little emoticon for the day oh i haven't heard of those ones. it's really good just look up free menstrual 
calendar okay. and there's there's one where you can put in emoticons for the day that and sounds then like fun. and then yeah it's good and then it, <laughs> it and then you put, um then you map out the different days when you um you have your period and then it has a, ah. an expected ovulation time does it tell it you calculates what your mood is when expected? it thinks you're going to be ovulating and then yeah you can see a pattern every month you'll be like oh on the last day of ovulation i have angry day Ah. Happens for me every month. One ah. day, angry day. And I'm pretty sure it's either going to be today or tomorrow. I'm feeling a little bit of it today. Maybe it's weird. Some, it's like a drug some or something or that goes through yeah. you. Yeah, it's weird. And then there's crying day, which is like just before I get my period. Right. And yeah. Yeah. And in between those That's days, really there's crazy app. emotional times, just fairly irrational. I guess that makes it a bit fun to use emoticons as well. Yeah. It's a nice childlike way to express that <laughs> yeah. we get so serious as adults yeah yeah it's it's so it's good because and because you can sort of flick back through yeah. the months you can see your your emotions change through the month it wow. was yeah it's really cool yeah so yeah definitely recommend it I, I can find what it's called it's on my phone somewhere yeah well um just on that topic slightly and going back to the the men the males in the red tent we we're very... Oh, gosh. I think it's just called menstruation calendar. Menstruation calendar? Okay. Yeah, yeah so... Sorry. We're very firm on our views of um, including anyone who identifies as a woman in oh, the red Oh, that's tent. cool. That's okay. probably an important thing to say. Mm. Have you point. had transgendered people come in then? Not yet. No. Not okay, cool. Just as we are with any race or age or sexuality or whatever. Yeah. Um, the reason that it is a women's practice is because it includes menstruation. And look, some men there menstruate. There are women who don't menstruate. There are women who don't menstruate, and that's okay. Mm. You know, um, they're welcome. Anyone who identifies as a woman. There are men who menstruate and who could really... It's How do it's men not, men menstruate? Or do you some mean men just are born having with the emotions? Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yes, because there's the... But identify as males. Inter, in which case they might really benefit. Right? That's right. Yeah, that's because right. there isn't. There's like five sexes. Yeah. yeah. And they're also welcome in the red tent because yeah. it's very relevant. Awesome. A lot of the things we practice would be very relevant for them if mm. it's something they're interested in, whether they come to a to a single workshop or they wanted to explore the, the energetics of having a uterus. Yeah. That sounds a bit weird when I say it out loud. <laughs> it sound that woo-woo in my head. Well, it's not... <laughs> it, well, energy is like... I mean, a hormone can be an energy. Yeah. Um, if an emotion can be an definitely. energy, then definitely a hormone is something yeah. that can be an energy. I mean, I've, I feel like if we say somebody's energy is low, they're yeah. depressed, or if it's high, then they're just like... That's right. ...buzzing and excited. That's right. Like, yeah, energy is a real thing. It's but okay. as far as men... You don't have to be worried about using woo-woo talk. Like, I, I don't know if you've seen my spirituality, my spiritual jewellery stuff, my forest spirit jewellery, but it's all... Fantastic. Woo central. Yeah. I guess like I, guess I like, have an active... We like a lot of I have an active woo-woo awareness meter within. Yeah. I like to sort of be able to be approachable to anyone yeah, with the I language like I use. Too. Yeah, fair enough. Because um, a lot of the things I do are, are crazy enough. And, well, I think it's yeah. good to be a translator. That's something yeah. I've always really enjoyed just doing and saying, yeah, it's just a different language that I'm using to mm. explain something that I could, if you would like me to, explain in scientific or psychological terms. Yes. It's, yeah. It's this the jargon. It's too. just, yeah, it just um, helps you find people who are interested in similar things, yeah. I think. Yeah. Hmm. There's um, there's actually a really cool thing that's just come to mind, just speaking about, uh, you know, transgender and, you know, women identifying men and things like that in the Red Tent. There are many wonderful opportunities for men mm. um, similar to the Red Tent. So the Red Tent is just the name given to the to the female, the feminine part of the practice, but there oh, is okay. the, the counterpart of the male part, um, and this is really handy. So they have the know. white tent? <laughs> I don't know. They should. <laughs> there might be things that I don't know about, but what I do know is that there is a thing called men's shed, which oh, is yeah. an amazing practice, and yeah. they're all over Australia and probably internationally as well, yeah. but it's basically what's their motto? I like this one. It's men bond shoulder to shoulder, not heart to heart. Oh, okay. So it it's it's not really inclusive of all types of masculine expression, Ooh, but that's one. Sorry, I'll sit in front of this. Um, it is one, and it's very useful. People, men get together as far as I know, 
and um, build stuff. Yeah, and swap I've skills. heard about it. It sounds amazing. They just have like a shed mm. and it's full of all these That's tools, right. and they have like a lathe and and uh, like yeah, and they basically and turn up working whenever I think. And I want to go. I know. I want women working shoulder to shoulder as well. <laughs> <laughs> and in, in that way, I guess it is an equivalent. Or um, well, I guess we could fit out our red tents a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> well, the red tent is. Have can be swapping room. whatever skills. I mean, there are female mechanics, and I would love. Oh, yeah, totally. I would love a woman mechanic to come in and tell us how to change the oil in a car. That would be amazing. I have a friend. Great. <laughs> All of the things. It can be anything, you know. Um, but there is also uh, plenty of men's talking circles around. Yeah. Um, Brotherhood lodges, I think, is the is the catchphrase oh, yeah. to go searching online. There are online directories. There's so much out there cool. for men, and that's more of the emotional face-to-face, heart-to-heart, brotherhood bonding. Yeah, but there are women's versions of the men's shed as well. We have our knitting circles. It's like Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, but for adults, (laughs) basically. This is what this is. Yeah, it's really important, I think, especially when we, like, oh, the internet just changed everything. Oh, yeah. I think. I mean, for me, working at home, one of my favourite things about doing this podcast is it gets me out and I get to have a chat with cool people. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because nice. otherwise I'm just sitting at home doing my thing all the time by myself. Or you see people at crowded gatherings and you never get to really talk to them. Yeah, or yeah, well you're always yeah doing doing the thing that you've gone to do and you yes. don't get to just hang out. So these, these things where you just get to just say, this is where I'm at and, and just chat and hang out and have a bit of time together. It's really nice. Yeah, and mm. at the same time connecting with... Yeah. to people in your network through the podcast, which is Oh, amazing. yeah, yeah, totally. Sort I was talking about the Red Femme. You're talking about the podcast. And <gasps> it's just the same, same kind thing. of thing. It is the same it's thing. It's awesome. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're missing, I think. Like, we end up sitting there doing the infinite scroll on our on our phones looking for something when really we should be out there finding it face-to-face with people. Yeah. yeah. Find an event, Red Tent event, and go, people. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we. Yeah. And you're welcome to come. We're, we're, I have a few going on in in the northern beaches of Sydney at the moment. But yeah, there's oh yeah, cool. many so, more. So where can people find it if they're local to here? Well, the the pa- Facebook page is Sydney Northern Beaches Red Tent. Okay. Uh, yeah. And and if they want to, if they're not from the Sydney area, where can they Red find Tent Australia? Other ones, Red Tent Australia. Red Tent Australia awesome. is a very good one. They are the largest provider um, of network linked circles. Mm. So they, they are the organisation that links many circles together. I think there's a, around 15 to 20 circles mm-hmm. linked through Red Tent Australia. Cool. And they're all over Australia or all are they mostly Australia. in Sydney? And, okay, we cool. We were the first one in New South Wales. Oh, really? Wow. Where are most of them? Then? They're Queensland-based. Oh, okay. Um, I know that we've got one opening up in Ipswich and Imble and Yapoon and there's one in Bayside and there's one in, I think, maybe Redcliffe. There's a there's several and they're all opening up everywhere. I think maybe Perth is opening up, and they're looking for new facilitators all the time. Okay, cool. So yeah. people can find out about that through their website as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. So Red Tent Australia is pretty amazing. There, mm. there are other organisations you can join up, and you can also do it individually mm. if you want to run it as a business and make money. Um, Running it individually is probably the way to go. Mm. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna get rich. Because with Red Ten, it's a it's just all not for profit, isn't it? They're a not for profit yeah. association. Yeah. Mm. So what they do is the profits they've they've set aside and they they've got this beautiful scheme where they're uh, using that money to provide low or no interest loans to women in need that mm. are in the community. Oh, okay. So it's just recycling it back through. Yeah, Which right. is wonderful. Yeah. And it's so neat. So say a woman, um, single mom, couple of kids, her car breaks down, she needs mm. the car for work. Uh, you know, Return Australia would loan her a couple thousand dollars, maybe even no interest, mm. because she's part of the community. You know, or if someone knows someone who is in need. So yeah. I really love that because yeah. it's local. There are so many things to care about, but I think there's a lot to be said about, you know, looking first outside your front door. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's so, um. Yeah, I really admire that, um, which is why I chose to, to join. Yeah, well, I think that like I, I never charge for mine. Uh, not at the moment. Mm. Um, I might charge if I do retreats or something like that where there's a bit more involved. But, but at the moment, cost. just doing a circle, yeah, um, I I do it for free because I get so much out of it myself. Yeah. That, And, you know, I just do it in the bush. 
so there's no overheads. Yes. And I ask other people to bring something along too, and so I get as much out of it as anybody else does. Yes. And I think that's what you've got to look at when you're and that's doing the long term model holding. Like when you're deciding to become a ritual leader, you've got to think, not what am I going to get out of this? Yeah. Like um, I don't know in any in any way other than just what everybody is going to get out of it. I think. That's it. Yeah. You've got to think bigger picture about it. Because mm. um, the connections are what you're getting out of it. It's and a the, completely different energy if you yeah. are coming at it from the get-rich-quick scheme. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it is possible, but yeah, that's a personal choice. I think, yeah. It's a yeah, personal totally. choice. Not gonna... Different types. Yeah. I don't really need to make money from this, mm. um, so I'm happy to give my time. Yeah. I think when it's a sharing circle and everything, everybody's bringing something along that makes it what it is, then, yeah... There's no obvious person that that the money streams to. I was talking to Guy about this as well, that, that yeah, we all bring it together and that's just community building. Yep. That's not, not teaching, you know. It's a different thing if everybody's Definitely. sort of sharing in the pool. Yeah. I'll just stop for a sec while that comes over. It's a bit noisy. The wind's a bit noisy. We can move inside if you I'll just pause it. Where were we? Yeah, so um, what kind of, what, what sort of point do you think you need to be at in life when you should think about becoming somebody who, who wants to start one of these red tents? Um, do you think that you need to have learned a, a bit about yourself already or have had a certain mm. amount of experience or... Can people just jump in not knowing anything and just say, hey, I want to share this with everyone? What do you think? I think, I think both and, you know. Um, that's a really big question, you know. Everyone's... Yeah, I mean, it's kind of judgy, isn't it? Like yeah. to say, like, oh, I'm going to say... What, what I can say is what, what would help, what would yeah. be helpful. Yeah, okay. So what would be helpful in deciding whether to step up in a facilitator role, I, I'd say... At no point in my life have I said to myself, I'm ready to facilitate. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can do this. Yeah. No. Um, and even though I've been doing it for years, I still get nervous about stuff. And yeah. there's something to be said about acknowledging that. You know, I think that's really important to yeah. acknowledge that first. For sure. And take it out of yourself. Um, I think that honesty. Mm. Mm -hmm. from, for me, that's what I would say. It's like saying, are you ready to have a baby? Well, yes and no. And, you know. How can you ever, yeah. You don't, are you ready to you leave your job ready. and look for a new job? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the human condition is that we, we doubt these things. So I don't know if it's 100% reliable Yeah. Um, to look inside yourself and say, am I ready? Yeah. Uh, for me, from what I've learned, it's more about looking outside of yourself and looking at is it needed and are you willing to mm. provide it and step up? You know, it's more yeah. of a willingness than a readiness, yes, yeah, totally. And um, you can have all the training in the world, but the readiness comes from doing it. That's the thing. That's mm. the trick. You can... It's the same thing. You study a degree and, and you're not really... Mm. Are you ready or are you just willing? Yeah. I think I really agree mm. with you with that and that's made me think... Um, like when I first started doing my circles, I didn't know much. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't find anyone... That's it. That else was doing it that I could learn from. So if you feel so, the pull. But but I didn't ever say, hey, everyone, I'm an expert at this and I'm going to teach you all how to do it. I just said, I'm learning about this thing. Shall we learn about it together? And, yeah, I, I don't know, That's that worked it. for me. I, th I think that honesty is really important. And you're right, like, yeah, just having the willingness mm. and having the, the people that want to do it with you. That's exactly That's right. That's so much more important. And... Um, it is very helpful to do, I found it very helpful to do some sort of group facilitation training, but that can come with life experience too. There's many different ways to mm. come at this. I know that Red Tent Australia offers uh, a number of trainings, but their trainings are quite practical and hands-on. So, you know, you'll, you'll go there and you'll have a training day and then you'll make things the tools that you'll use in your circles like a talking oh, yeah. piece or nice. like a so that's how they run their training I mm. like that yeah um, and then there's online courses there's so many things you can do to help prepare yourself 
if this is something that you're interested in. Mm. And sometimes it's nice to have the confidence of a piece of paper yeah. or a training as well, especially yeah. especially today. In some, yeah, in some ways it means a lot and sometimes it doesn't mean as much as just getting in there and mm. doing the work yourself and really understanding yourself. Yes. Because you can go to the classes and tick the boxes, but have, if you've done your internal work, I think that's that's where mm-hmm. the real wisdom is in yeah. the experience. Like I think there's a difference between knowledge and wisdom and the difference is experience. Definitely. And um, well this is where this is where training takes on a new perspective because the trainings that you get for these type of things, they're coming from a feminine perspective. Mm. So what what I mean by that is um, masculine training is structured and it's based on you know textbooks and science and mm, proof, which is okay. which is one way and it's ve- yeah it's very it's very mm. useful mm. it's very practical mm-hmm. and it passes on a great deal of, of knowledge and yeah in a short amount of time whereas these courses are largely based on the sharing of wisdom between women mm. and where it comes okay. in handy particularly through red tent australia's training i found and the other training i've done through so they um, are really giving you experience yes learning well what they're doing is they're fast tracking you because we're, we're at this weird point where we don't have the we don't have all the passed down information mm. that we need you know if we had grown up where red tents were a thing that happened in every neighbourhood, which is the dream, that's that's the ultimate <laughs> dream, <Yeah. laughs> um, and we grew up in the red tent as a, as a young girl and transitioned, we would have received all of this yeah. through attending. Mm. So to step up and be a facilitator now, we're having to reform all of that. Mm. And a lot of it is just on intuition. Yeah. So I've personally found it really useful to have guides and and mentors and peer support through my trainings because basically this is I see it now as the wisdom from many many women put together yeah and it's like a shortcut to just a small proportion of what a lifetime in the red tent would have given me mm. yeah and I've I've drawn on my own experiences as well I've been lucky enough to have quite a lot of community mm. but a lot of things like learning learning the tools it is good you can also make it up that's okay too yeah but um especially in european so the tools um you sorry i cut you off oh no that's okay hold that thought i'm holding it what so by the tools um yeah what do you mean by the tools well one of the uh, recipes ideas knowledge about astrology knowledge about different crafting techniques knowledge about different sacred spaces um sacred women's songs that have been and do they get these from all different kinds of traditions as well or is it just some of them have been formed new new. yeah some of them have been passed down Mm. and this is what i was about to say before was the european traditional women's knowledge has been burned up so often that we've all Mm. but lost you know that that connection, the thread to our ancestors' wisdom. Yeah. In in other yeah, continents and cultures. A lot, of, a lot cultures. of my listeners are are, are Wicca based mm. and um and so or sort of general paganism. That's right. That's right. So and it draws yeah, so on a lot of earth based spirituality mm. for me at least, mm. um, because I think that's the most practical mm. of the spiritualities. It's not religious. You know, everyone can acknowledge the elements because we live in it and the seasons. It's just real. It's very very mm. real. Um, so I draw a lot on that, and mm. yeah, the the threads. Do you do seasonal ceremonies and things like that, or is Not it more yet. based on? Okay. Not yet, <laughs> but that's that's the vision. That's part of it. But so the, so how does the earth stuff come into it then? So. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, we do build. Build is not the right word. We do form altars, or I I've come to call them spots. Okay. The the, the word spot is it? What's the <laughs> What do you call it when you have the four letters that mean a certain thing? What? Like RSPCA. It's oh, a, an a, oh, what's that anagram? word? Anagram? Is that an anagram? That no, thing. Oh. People know what we mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An abbreviation. Our confusion has made it clear, right? Yeah. Um, so the the abbreviation spot is um, oh, okay. special place of tranquility. Oh, that's so cute. it's a way of taking it out of the woo woo and into the attainable for everyone. Right. Cool. Yeah. Because everyone can have a spot. Yes. But not everyone can have an altar. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. But they're the same thing. Yes. Yes, the word alter. There's, yeah. It's yeah. funny how some words can be triggers. Yeah. So to, uh, you can make new words that mean yeah. the same thing That's and then it's idea. approachable. Mm. It's not really a big deal. We've lost things over and over again and you know, it's okay to make new things, I think. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But um, we do build spots or altars um, that are themed based on the stars and the seasons mm. and the, the lunar signs. There is all of that. There's definitely a thing with the with the moon and it's and it's pulled, you know, we, mm. we hold it on the new moon every oh, month. Okay. Why do you hold it on the new moon? Ah, this is this is another menstruation thing. So, okay. so the male listeners may want to tune out or not. Um, but <laughs> but typically if there were no artificial lights, most women in the world would bleed on the new moon. Oh. Because the full moon stimulates this is scientific um, scientific stuff. Scientific can you jargon. can you find out where it comes from and send me yeah, I can. A link so I can put it in the notes. Definitely. That would definitely. be really great. But, but basically the, the full light and full exposure of the full moon um, stimulates your body. And a lot, of, a lot of your listeners probably feel that. Wow. You know, we have, we have uh, moon mania at full moon. Everyone still feels it to some degree. So, so we would be ovulating at the full moon. That's right. Yeah, so right. it stimulates your body at that point. Gosh. So you would ovulate at full moon, which means most people would be... You know, we don't have the, all those disruptors in our environment, which is why we hold it new moon. It's because the word menstrual comes from menses, which is like means moon, right? Mm -hmm. In at least Latin. There Latin? is there is a connection there. Yeah. I, I can't. Exactly I know that. Pinpoint the, uh, I'm pretty sure. I've read it somewhere. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it's from Latin. Some highly reputable article, probably. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> means moon. There is it, so. there is definitely yeah. that thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's a thing. So we do that. And then also something that I incorporate in my circles and a lot of other women do that I know is acknowledging the elements, so mm. the four directions. Okay. Yeah. And um, sometimes I'll avoid using the word spirit because mm. I feel like that is a... What do you use instead? Sorry, I cut your that's sentence right. off. You, you feel like that is a... You, well, instead of saying I acknowledge the spirits of the West, you can just say I acknowledge the West. Oh, okay. Sure. It's the same thing again, but you leave out the word that has it a, an yeah. emotional... We say, may there be peace in the West. Or, Beautiful. Or wherever. That's a lovely thing to say. Yeah. And imagine our, our peace going out to the world. Yeah. So, But then we call in the spirits yeah. of land, sea and sky facing the middle. Yes. Um, as Sounds well. Sounds beautiful. Is so, that a traditional Druidic thing? Uh, it's adapted, I guess. Thing. See, I'm so, using the big words too. Yeah, because I'm a bit of an adapter as well. I'm yeah. definitely into creating modern traditions. Um, mostly because I'm doing this in Australia and it's been displaced from England and, mm -hmm. and you know, and, and the, the Celtic countries. And, um, yeah. And we have a different landscape and a different, you know, we're in a different hemisphere and, yeah. and the ocean is in a different place. And, exactly. You know, there's different reasons for wanting the elements to be associated with different cardinal points. So we just go, never mind, let's not do that. Um, just in my circles anyway. Yes. It's my own personal choice, really. What do but, we do? We, but I'm, but I'm pretty. Um, that's nice. An advocate for uh, experimenting with it and and just doing what feels right. That's it. Because that's what it's about more than anything. I think, like tradition has its place, but more so, we should be doing something that really is meaningful to us here and now. So definitely, mm. definitely. Yeah. Um, for example, in w when we do call the directions, I mean, we call them in the southern hemisphere direction. So we start in mm. the east. Okay. Or at least I try and remember. I must admit. And you do fire in the in the north. Mm. Okay. But what do you do for the east? Well, this is this is my confession. I get really befuddled sometimes. I'm so in the moment that I don't remember. Ah, so oftentimes yeah. I do it all wrong. Yeah. And I but we have we and, have good giggles while I do it all wrong. Yeah. Because I do it that's, anyway. That's why I I because I, I believe there, that there's got to be flow, right? There's got to be this flow to ritual. The point of it is to get into this yeah. state of, you know, the flow state. And I could read and it from a page yeah. or I could just sit there and, or, and learn to laugh yeah. at myself as I get yeah, it all wrong. Yeah, there's that too. There's every that time. too, for sure. Not, not every time. Sometimes but I, I, I had right. those moments so often that I just went, <laughs> nah, I'm not doing it anymore because there's, we have, there's Northern mm. Hemisphere Standard, there's mm. Southern Hemisphere Standard, which is just swapping mm -hmm. North and South, and there's um, Sydney Standard, which is um, with water in the in the east. Yes, because we're on the, the other ocean, side. And um, air in the south for the w southerly winds. 
and earth in the west there's so for, many different interpretations for like the center of yeah so it's and look you're including uh, them all anyway aren't you so yeah the thing is and some people will change it because they happen to be on the south side of a lake or something and i i agree with all of them they all have reasons for doing it but yeah. personally i don't like getting stumbly yes in ritual so i just keep it peace <laughs> that's nice. and then do the elements to the center that's so. that's that's a very adaptable Different. way of doing it yeah I but like that's it. the thing right yeah. we can do it we can create new traditions we can experiment with things and and find new ways of doing it i think we have to because we're in a different place yes. to where these traditions came from definitely and um that's something i would i would love to my dream is to do work with um you know indigenous populations mm. probably mostly learning yeah to be honest mm. i think that i would love to learn well, it's always sharing yeah. anyway. Yeah. I, think. I would love to learn more about the Indigenous practices here because there are a lot of medicine women and men mm. here who have so much to to say if they're, yeah. if they're willing to say it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I learned quite a lot about it at university and, and have some mm. Aboriginal friends. Yeah. And, um, I found that through a friendship is definitely the best way to learn about it, but also... It's quite hard as well for it's us to incorporate. It's a very long tradition. Yeah, but it's also a tradition of a really, really different system of knowledge mm -hmm. sharing and um, understanding through um, the land's energies through totemic systems. So you have to basically have a totem to be able to relate to the energies of things. Mm. So, um, but although there's a lot of wisdom in the stories, I have actually. But it's, it's that, just very different as well. Yeah, that concept is. Um, I've read about that in in Susan Weed's book. I'm reading through her stuff at the moment. Have you ever? No, I haven't heard of her. Oh, she's wonderful. She's, what's, what's her book? Um, it's called Wise Women Herbals. Okay. So she she speaks about the Wise Women Way and it being attainable to everyone and yeah, right. just working with with weeds. So I, I study naturopathy and this is how okay. I, I found Susan Weed. And awesome. she also does a lot of women's lodges and things like that. Mm. Moon lodge work. Um, for a long time, she's been doing menstrual huts and things like that. Um, yeah, so she's she's pretty amazing. But what was I reading in her book the other day? Mind tangents. <laughs> we were oh, we were just about, talking about indigenous mm, wisdom and um, totems. 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 Yeah. So she speaks about a concept um, through through green. What do you call it? A green witch, I guess. Mm -hmm. Plant based. What is the word? There's a name for plant-based witch stuff. Uh, ovates or something. Or something. No, I mean, that's druids, but... Um. Okay. Yeah, we can use that term. Um, she speaks about plant green allies, so oh, choosing okay. a plant mm. and, and learning the world through the perspective of that plant, so mm. going out and sitting with it each day. I wonder if that's similar to the idea of the indigenous totems. Um, well, a totem is basically your kin group, so you, you inherit it when you're, you're related to other Aboriginal people. Yes. So depending on Through who your, your mother and father are, um, that will assign your totemic. Beautiful. But they also, they, so they have that one, which is their, I, I, it's really, really complicated and I'm probably going to make mistakes. So that's one totem that they have, but mm -hmm. they also have a, a conception totem, which yeah. has relates to the place where, and you like this, the place where the mother felt the first um, I've read movements that. Yes. Of, of the baby or Beautiful. had first morning sickness or first noticed her period hadn't come or... You know, the first recognition that That's the baby existed. so much awareness. That place was where the spirit of the baby came from. Yeah. And so, but, but the whole idea of totems is that you'll have responsibilities to particular bits of land, yeah. to respecting the stories and keeping the stories there and the knowledge. And, and um, I, I know there's, there's a, like a real dispersal of power. Mm. I, think, I think the main thing I've learned about Aboriginal knowledge is that it's all about dispersal of power you can't um like do an artwork about a story if you own it you have to manage it if you're the owner mm. and somebody else will be the artist so there's always two people responsible for an artwork mm. and so nobody ever gets full recognition for anything mm. in, a, in a way everything is a community that's exercise 
yeah, it's it's pretty special, I think. Yeah. Um, I think there's so much that we can learn from them on, on levels that we couldn't even imagine. You know, going going into Aboriginal communities thinking that we're going to find an equivalent of what we do, it's, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be something completely different, mm. but just as amazing, I mean, Definitely. as what we think we might going to find, probably more amazing. There, there is a yeah. thing in relation to that. There's a there's a thing coming up in November um, that I've uh, applied to be a presenter for, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see if I get it approved or not. Um, so presenting about red tents. It's called the Goddess Conference. Oh yeah, I have know you that. heard yeah. of yeah. yeah. So I think it's out in Oh do yeah. Hornsby or something like that. Oh no, no, sorry, no, I'm thinking of the Seven or Sisters one. Castle Hill, somewhere around there. Oh okay. right, Seven Sisters Festival. Yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, the Goddess Conference of Australia is it's bringing together a lot of grandmothers and traditional wisdom. So Susan Weed will be speaking there. Nice. And she'll be holding a, a, a moon lodge or a, or a women's circle. Yeah. Um, however you want to call it. Um, there'll be other Aboriginal women elders as well speaking mm. there and presenting different ideas and, and wisdom. So Billawarra Lee is going to be there. She's a she's local, I think. Okay. And there's also every off, every so often they'll do a post on Facebook about new presenters and a lot of them are Indigenous women elders, mm. so grandmothers, and that's quite amazing. Yeah, I'd I'm love very, to go I'm to that. I'm looking forward to awesome. that. Awesome. So that is coming up in So November. how can people find out about that one? Uh, it's on the interwebs, so if you Google it or if you Facebook Goddess Conference, the Goddess Conference. of Australia. Okay. Yeah, uh, it could, yeah, it's really great to support stuff like that. It's yeah. only a small initiative, so I know Seven Sisters Festival is, is pretty wonderful. This mm-hmm. is more about presenting and like half hour mm. or one hour talks oh, throughout right, the day, and I think it's a weekend thing. Awesome. Yeah. It sounds fantastic. If I'm not mistaken. So that's something that I will definitely be at in whatever capacity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> great. Yeah. So that's... That's something I'm looking forward to learning a lot. Yeah. yeah, great. That sounds really cool. Yeah, because there's so much to to learn and share. Mm-hmm. So many different. Like I love looking at lots of different cultures because I think there's so much that we can learn from all of them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, learning to speak the different languages of the different ones and going in with an empty empty cup. You know, going in saying, "I'm here to to see it your way, mm. um, not to take." And not to impose, but to just, and I think that that, you know, that's got to be the way to go. Yeah, yeah. With it, definitely, it's good mm. to have no no uh, no glasses on. Yeah. To view in new things. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. To be looking with your own eyes. Yeah, or with anything as well, and creating new traditions too, that's and it. all of it. Yeah. Although you know, in saying that, I, I. Everyone comes into something with assumptions. It's kind yeah. of hard to come in. It's, it takes a lot to, to pull off your own assumptions. Oh, totally. And I think that's the work, though. I mean, I've, I've, been I into, I've been into many women's circles with all these assumptions of what they are, and I'm continually surprised. Yeah. So <laughs> as long as you're okay with being surprised, then, then maybe that's not so much of an issue. Uh, my, my husband has this little quote, no expectations, no disappointments. <laughs> Just go yes. in with an open mind because if, you, if you're expecting something, you're almost always going to be wrong. <laughs> so, yes, that's, yeah. that's, very, that's a very... It's an enlightening one. Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like a wise soul. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, cool. So... What else would you like to know? So, um, yeah, um... So where, where can people find more about, about what you do? We, we talked about that a little bit, but just yeah. to wrap up, just again, Good they idea. can find you on Facebook. Yes. Northern Beaches for Red Tent or Red Sydney Tent? Sydney Northern Beaches. Sydney? Sydney Northern Beaches. Northern Beaches Red, red Tent. Tent. Cool. Yes. So that red, particular Red Tent is based in Brookvale. Yeah. Um, and you can also find it through Red Tent Australia if you're not in Sydney. Mm-hmm. There are many other women's circles um, around Sydney if you want to find directories you can just say women's circles or red tent online directory through google and mm-hmm. it should come up with something like that there are also groups such as like red tent temples worldwide where women from all over the world will post about it it's not 100 percent unified which is a bit sad mm. um and that that's part of my vision is somehow unifying it locally because there's so many good things going on and it would be good 
for it to be accessible and easy and simple. Mm. I think it's it's quite complicated. Facebook has made it yeah. accessible but complicated. Yeah. Because you don't know what to search for mm-hmm. and it's, you know, advertising the news stream, it doesn't work because mm-hmm. it just goes past most people. There's got to be better ways to reach people. So mm. that's, that's on the boil. Yeah. It's in, it's in my oven and we'll see what comes out. Yeah, right. Um, so maybe way. if other people are interested in helping with that, yes, they might be welcome. Mm. Um, also, in three to four months, we will be looking to open more in New mm. South Wales um, okay. and in the Sydney area because the red tent has a maximum of twenty-five women. Okay, and it's quickly filled. Yeah, it's it's too many to have more. You can have more, yeah. and you can have big gatherings. It takes every a so long often. time to go around a circle. For exactly, to have their two minutes. Exactly, too many. Mm. Which is why, again, it's not a money-making scheme. Yeah. You can't. You, mm. It's it's not sustainable in any way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, it's not about that. Yeah. <laughs> if that's your angle, you know, maybe more, look more. somewhere else. Something different <laughs> yeah. might be better. Yeah. Um, yes, but Creating if you're interested, if you feel the call to, to step up and, and want to really have this in your neighbourhood, maybe look within yourself and see if you're ready to provide mm-hmm. that, if you're willing to, to step up and just... Yeah, jump if in. You've just got a couple of friends who want to be it. the beginners. That's it. That's how you do it. If you yeah. think there's an interest, or, or you have an interest in it, and it's not in your area, because we don't want women having to travel too far. That's a thing. Yeah. It would be great if we had it in every neighbourhood. Mm. It would be so convenient to yeah. just be able to pop to one. And you don't have to drive an hour. We yeah. don't want women driving an hour. Yeah. If you have to drive an hour. Let's start one in your neighbourhood. It's that kind of thing. So if you yeah. are interested, you can get in touch with me personally. And you'll send them in the right direction. Yeah, yeah and you cool. can contact me. I'm the only Brie Rain on Facebook, so mm-hmm. you can get in touch with me there. Um, B-R-E-E. B-R-E-E, yeah. and then Rain, like the stuff that falls from the sky. Mm-hmm. And I have a wacky surname, <laughs> Moon Goddess, which is not my surname because I have a... <laughs> Don't tell Facebook I have a problem that, with have surnames. A <laughs> <laughs> I had to put no space between Moon Goddess because they didn't like Moon Goddesses two words. Oh, right, yeah. But Moon Goddess <laughs> is fine. <Right. laughs> yeah, so you can learn throughout all cool. the Red Ten Australia page or um, cool. So they'll find you there. There's so many different things you can you can find them on. It's just awesome. Yeah, it's been so interesting to hear about it all. Thank, Thank you, you so for, much for sharing. Thank it's you for asking. Good. It's so, great to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. So if anybody wants to check it out and find a different way of doing things, I hope you'll have a look at that. It's been really fun chatting with Bree here in her treehouse. <laughs> it's been great to share share really the fun. love yeah and to to compare some compare some That's of it. our different traditions and the different ways that we do things has been really cool so yeah if um if you want to find out more about what i do you can find out about um my jewelry at forestspiritjewelry.com uh, sorry www.forestspiritjewelry.com and the jewelry is spelled j-e-w-e-l-r-y um, you can contact me through the website there, just on the contact tab. Or you can also find out about uh, my Druidry work um, through the Druids Down Under group on Facebook, where we have a fairly lively community um, of people discussing all things Druidry. So, yeah. It's I beautiful jewellery. I have a few of her pieces myself. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I have your cups. Your oh, yeah. Your cups <laughs> and um, beautiful solar plexus piece that... I wear all the time. Awesome. I'm glad to hear it. It's wonderful stuff. (laughs) Awesome. Cool. Oh, can we finish with one little question? One last final question. Of course. What's your favourite crystal and why? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, mm, That changes all the time, though. That's really hard. Let me think. I don't know the name of it. There's this one. (sighs) What does it look like? I can help you work it out. It's. It's black and pink and spotted. And I think it's called, is it Dalmatite? Something like that? Oh, Dal, um, Dalmatian Jasper. That's it. That's, it's, not, it's like it's kind a of beige stone, with black, black spots in it. Yes. Yeah, but black, not pink. Black and sort of pinky is the no, one I've got. I haven't seen pink on it. Mm. I've got a big lump of it and I love it. I always put it in my, in my spots. Why do you like it? That's a very, that's a very hard question. <laughs> what energy know. does it have? For I you? don't know a lot about crystals. I'd love to learn. I'd love yeah. for someone to come in and present about crystals. Oh well, maybe we can sort that out. <laughs> <laughs> All the things. Um, I like it because the shape of this particular crystal sits really well in my hand. So I like to sit and hold it, and I like 
gives me a good feeling to hold it. You know what Dalmatian Jasper is for? Mm -mm. Loyalty and community. Mm. I know that Jaspers are for, for grounding. Yeah, they? yeah. They're so all it's all about grounded. your worldly life. Yes. And But Dalmatian, really? yeah. yeah so I think that's what it is. So Dalmatian. groundedness and, and keeping your energy in the world, like doing things in the world is oh, being grounded. Oh, that's very appropriate. I have... But, but, Dal, but Dalmatian, Jasper, it's, all, it's like about Dalmatians. So yes. like dogs, so, so loyalty and oh. companionship and, and pack animals, so community. And Thank you. Yeah, so women who run with the wolves kind of. Beautiful. There you go. Another one of Suits. my favourite books. <laughs> yes, well, it's very appropriate. I have, I have no earth in my chart. It's all fire and air. So, awesome. <laughs> it's very useful. Yeah, you got to keep it balanced. That's it. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Julie. Thanks so, everyone for listening. I'll catch you next time.